Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Although things aren't as bad as last year, layoffs at big tech companies seem to be dominating the news. Tech hiring at companies generally not thought of as tech companies, however, can't seem to happen fast enough. Big tech, particularly social media companies, was on trial last week. CEOs from Meta, TikTok, X, Snap, and Discord testified before Congress. And let's just say that things were a bit performative. And we're joined by Lamar Wilson, a.k.a. the CEO of Unboxings. Lamar picked up an Apple Vision Pro last Friday and stopped by to give us his first impressions of it and tell us what he thinks. we got all this and more for you in episode 116 of The Tech John. From Columbus, Ohio, I'm your host, Rob Dunwood. And coming out of Philly is your girl, Tech Life Steph. And out of Atlanta, this is Terrence Gaines, a.k.a. Brother Tech, a.k.a. Black History Month. Money. And we have a guest, Mr. And Lamar no AK- Wilson. Yeah. I was going to do an a.k.a., but Terrence would have been mad at me. So, uh, hey, look, no, I'll be mad. It's everybody else that has a problem. <laughs> so, oh, I love the a.k.a.s. You're mad when we don't hear it. That's all. <laughs> yeah. So th- this is a true story. Uh, you know, you know how some folks say it's like, I hate when podcasts when they, they, they have, you know, jovial chatter and you just unscripted banter at the beginning of the show. Well, Terrence decided not to do his regular AKA, uh, one week. And not only did it shake our fans, this shook me and Steph. We ain't know what to yeah. do. It's like, it's <laughs> like, what's do the whole mojo of the show off? You've been doing this from episode one. He's going to change it up all of a sudden. So anyway, man, we are glad. To have uh, you on the show, but you know we really Thank didn't you, want sir. you on the show. We wanted what you brought with you. I, I feel show. you. So you know, that's so how you it, brought that's something. Well, you know, we'll, we can show the folks at the end when we get to it. But let's go ahead and uh, jump into a couple of these tech stories. So, y'all, one of the things that has been going on that I, I've been seeing a lot of this year, towards the end of last year, is that big tech and media companies are laying off. It seems like. A lot of folks. Now, it isn't as bad as last year. 2023, believe it or not, was the worst year in the tech sector going all the way back to like 2000, 2001. Uh, th- those were really bad years, but that was after the dot com bubble. But it just feels like it because there's a lot of folks that are getting uh, laid off. So I, I kind of want to just g- get your take on this, because here's the thing. Even though there are seemingly a lot of people in tech that are getting laid off and I want to be specific, it's not all tech. It is big tech companies. Google, Facebook, Spotify, uh, Meta, you know, these big 
tech company names that you hear uh, where folks are getting laid off. But when it turns out is like there's way more people that are working in tech now than there were last year, just not at the big tech companies. It's like if you go work at a hospital and work in tech, you're still working in tech, but you're not necessarily getting laid off. You're trying to hire your friends. If you're working at a construction company, you're not necessarily getting laid off. You're working in tech, but you just need to get some of your friends to come in. So I wanted to kind of get some of your takes on, um, you know, you know, why do we seemingly see so many big company layoffs, but it may, you know, may not actually be as bad as it is. Um, I would, well, I don't want to say I would attribute it to, but I'm equally as curious as to why there were so many big hires during the pandemic in the first place. You know, I would definitely like to hear what, you know, business tech folks have to say. Now, my uh, assumption or speculation is, you know, these companies, when, um, uh, was it Biden? It was Biden sent out those stimulus checks and we got that little measly couple hundred dollars. I think some of these companies got big money and uh, they use that to hire all those folks. And then when that money kind of ran out, now we're like, all right, let's <laughs> get rid of these folks. Now I could be totally wrong, mm-hmm. but this is just my speculation. And I don't think it has anything to do with anything, you know, changes in the job market or changes in, you know, uh, tech trends or, you know, uh, any of these things that you would think people say, okay, well, we need to let some people go as we focus on something else. This has got everything to do with the money. But again, that's just me being a cynic. <laughs> it's it's definitely the money. Um, and, and yeah, I don't, I would be curious as to, you know, why, not necessarily why people had to hire more during the pandemic. I suppose there was some reason, you know, you had, we needed more laptops and, and more people needed to work at Zoom, uh, to, to make remote everything and virtual everything, you know, work better. But I, what I don't understand is how they're never able to sort of predict the trend for when it's going to roll back because it's always cyclical, right? And it, and it's always going to roll back. And I guess that's just what we're seeing now. And they just don't really necessarily, um, care, uh, for lack of a better word, that, that they're going to have to roll it back. But, um, you know, we're seeing that we're seeing copycats because once one person does it and gets away with it, everybody is going to do it. Um, and, and to the, the AI, AI costs a lot of money and, you know, a lot of the tech companies are trying to free up space, you know, in their salary cap, basically to, to throw towards AI, um, and so that I think that's I don't know that that's the biggest part of it, but I know that's definitely a part of it as well. Can I pop it in here? Did yeah, you hear me? Oh, I'm sorry. It was yeah, no, no, there was a, there was a delay in my sight. No, so I, I I agree with Terrence. I think a lot of it, a lot of these companies receive those PPP loans, mm-hmm. and part and part of the stipulation of PPP loan is you had to hire, you had to retain. We had and you had and they got bonuses that they hired and then that allowed them to keep that money. So as you said, that money's starting to run out. You know that that is that is at least one reason. And then Stephanie, you have a, a another really good uh, good point about the okay. Why didn't they predict this? Well, part of them making more money is the layoffs because right. <laughs> stock stock goes up. The, the yeah. stock stock stockholders shareholders love. When they're layoffs, because it all, the stock always pops up. So it's like losing people is a money maker. And mm-hmm. you, ne- that's, you never thought that would be a thing, but that's, that's how these companies roll these days. So, and it's crazy as, you know, I'm a novice, very, very novice stock investor, right? 
And I'm always not necessarily always, but I'm on the hunt for the the next stock that could be going up. And, you know, when the stock goes mm-hmm. up, I'm, especially the stock that I already own that goes up. I'm like, yes. And then on a podcast, I say, I hate big tech. <laughs> <laughs> and it's all about <laughs> the money. <laughs> right. And on the all other hand, the next money. day, I'm opening but, up my it, portfolio. It's my money. <laughs> <laughs> and sidebar, just FYI, to show you how really backwards and screwed up we are as a, as the capitalist society, you can be, you can get forgiveness for all of these PPP loans. All of these folks that got this PPP money can get loan forgiveness. Mm-hmm. However, folks like me who are self-employed, who got economic EIDL, economic something disaster loans, we still got to pay our shit back mm-hmm. and they want their money mm-hmm. every month on the dot. But the you dot. know, somebody that got six figures, seven figures, ain't got to pay back a dime. I was like, what? <laughs> that's some bullshit. Yeah. But that's so just I, a sign. I, I think all of y'all are on to uh, a lot of it. So the, the big reason is that during the pandemic, there was an absolute fear by all these big tech companies that if we lay people off right now, two things are going to happen. They're not going to be our patrons when we come out of this. Uh, which means we're not going to make money and we're not going to be able to get money as easily as we can get it today from the government where, you know, the, so we have two streams of revenue that are major for us. that are going to be highly impacted because if we're not doing anything to try to help the country out and, you know, in a time like this, you know, people are going to say, well, when else would you ever do this? So that was a big part of it. They want to make sure that they maintain those numbers. They didn't want to lay people off. They wanted to, because they were getting, you know, government assistance uh, to, okay, let's keep these people employed. And I think that they ended up over hiring during the pandemic. And a lot of last year, a lot of 2023 was just right sizing what we've done. I think where we are now, this is back to the, to the normal. There's just a lot going to be a lot Mm -hmm. of layoffs at the end of Q4 and the beginning of Q1 because folks want to go into their new year, their their new fiscal year without having all of this, you know, people on the books if they can avoid it because it makes them look better. As as Trent was saying, uh, as Terrence was saying, rather, there's a lot of companies that have been reporting in the last week or two. And for a lot of them, things are looking really good. But, you know, things that they've done to make themselves look good is, oh, yeah, we're laying off a thousand here. We're laying off twelve hundred here. We're laying off eighteen hundred there. Whatever the case is, they've gone and they've made these these trims. And that does, unfortunately, I don't want to say unfortunately, because it's it's just a thing of how the market works. It's just capitalism. But that looks good to investors. It's like, oh, you've gotten this. You've gotten these people off your books. That's going to mean a bigger dividend for me. So that is that that is one big part of it. And then, Steph, you said on this. The other part of it is that they just needed somebody to go first. A lot of these companies mm-hmm. aren't doing layoffs because they like you cannot tell me that Meta right now with the week they had after uh, right. the numbers that they've they, that they everybody on their team that they can get. They just they just did a dividend for the first time. So it's like, you know, the first time that they've actually done one. But same thing with uh, with, with with Microsoft. Microsoft is killing it right now. But they've done layoffs like, hey, we bought Activision it cost us sixty eight billion dollars. We need to get some, you know, get some stuff off. We the just books. gave open AI three billion dollars. Yes, you know, exactly. So so a big part of this is uh, they have other things to pay for. And 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 there is still a continuation of the right side. But as I was saying, you know, at the top of the story, this is. 
big tech, the big giant tech companies that we're hearing. When you think about like the jobs market right now, we are darn near at a 50 year low for unemployment. We just, we just came off of the all time record. Now it's like, you know, we, we haven't been this low in, in the last 50 years, except for the all time, all time high that we just hit. So there are people who are absolutely being hired. It's just not these big tech companies. And I think now that if you have more than an employer to you're almost a tech company because you're doing something with computers and you need someone to keep those things up and running. And clearly the bigger companies, the, you know, the big marketing firms, the big construction companies, the hospitals, you know, definitely hospitals, manufacturing market, they all have enormous tech components to their business. And although those jobs don't sound as sexy as going to work for Google or sound as sexy as going to work for Meta, there are people who are compensated quite well working in tech at companies that you never think of at tech. Like my, well, we my, said my, that last, we said that last yeah. week and Tara says it all yeah. the time. Like stop chasing clout and, and yeah. wanting to be with Tim cooking them, you know what I mean? And go get you a good government job or, or something to that effect. Because if you have, you know, these types of skills, you will get hired somewhere. It may not necessarily be in the Valley, you know, doing the, the, the shiny glossy thing, you know, with the Googles of the world, but go get you a job and, and, and stop tripping. Yeah. My, yeah. Uh, it, go ahead, go ahead, Lamar. No, I was going to agree. I was like, it, it could be in a hospital somewhere. One of my friends working a uh, hospital in tech and it's killing it, making all kind of, kind of money because they have it. But I, I was going to say before that as for the person, I've never been laid off. So I don't have the experience. I, I work for myself most of, most of the time, but you got the people who get laid off. Look at, they look at these numbers. Like you were just talking about the job numbers, 50 year low on unemployment. And then all, all the annual reports are coming out about how great everybody's doing. They made 10 billion in profit in a quarter. And it just doesn't look right. Like, like the math does not math for the everyday person. If you're doing so great and unemployment is so low and this, the, the, the Biden economy is doing great. And I, and I agree on paper, it looks like it is. It doesn't still translate like that to everyday folks. And there, there, and there, there's, there's a problem there. And, and, and I don't know how we fix that because it just doesn't look right to, to everyday people. And like you said, and especially like going back to the stock market, when you look at the stock and then the stock is climbing the same, same company, you know, last week, two weeks ago, last month laid off 10,000 people. And then now you turn back around, CNBC says, Oh, so and so and so and so is stock is triple 30%. Mm-hmm. And you, you sitting at home <laughs> laid right. off no job. Un- it's like, wait a Unemployment's minute. Unemployment's at an all time yeah. low. What's y'all going told on? Me <laughs> on the Zoom when y'all yeah. fired me over Zoom <laughs> that we had to restructure due to budget cuts. I'm like, come on, man, which one is it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and here's the thing. Um, although two things, two things are true. Unemployment is ridiculously low right now, but if you just got laid off in the last six weeks, it sucks because it's like you had money coming in. And if it's been like, if you got laid off six weeks ago, you know, depending on your company, that, that severance may be run out right now. Maybe if you're lucky, you got a, you got another six weeks. You know, you, you, you get some benefits, but you know, it, it, it all, we always feel for the people who are in it right now. But like said, Terrence, you have been a champion of this since we've started doing this show. You have to basically look beyond just the tech companies. I'm doing the air quotes for folks who cannot see me right now. Every company has tech. And if you are in the field, you want to look at the grocery stores. You want to look at the, you know, you want to look at, you know, the, the mall, the company that runs the mall. They all have massive tech 
infrastructure mm-hmm. that needs to be supported. And like I said, it's not as sexy as going to work for Google. It's not as sexy as going to work for Uber and stuff like that. You ain't going to have no ping pong table in your break room <laughs> or free snacks on the counter. But damn it, go get that yeah. check. Right. <laughs> yes, ma'am. So, uh, Steph, I'm pretty sure you stuck this story in um, mm-hmm. about uh, just the 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 is hijinks is that the right word so i actually i, I actually watched the theatrics a yes it, it was it, a lot of theater it, it was very performative yes uh, if, if you want to use theater. that word. Theater. Uh, so there you know some we talk about big tech companies but some big social media tech heads they were all in front of com, uh, congress last week and pretty much got read the riot act and as i said it was it was it was a clown show it was what I was expecting, but they're going to have they're going to have to figure some of this stuff out because, like you know, Stephanie, this is your area. Kids are unprotected in a ridiculous way right now, Absolutely. and we have to get that fixed. Absolutely. So, Mark Zuckerberg, Evan Spiegel, um, Zachary Linda Zacharino from from X. Um, the boy from TikTok and an old boy from Discord. I'm sorry, I'm not, I don't have their names right in front of me. Um, but it was fa- Meta, Snapchat, X, TikTok, and Discord. The CEOs from all five of those companies met um, on Capitol Hill. Well, were required to come to Capitol Hill. Um, actually, not required because because Mark Zuckerberg and Evan Spiegel actually volunteered to go. The mm-hmm. other three had to be subpoenaed right. to show up, which I thought was very interesting. Um, but they were up there on my birthday actually last Wednesday the thirty first and got grilled for like four good hours about. Um, child sexual exploitation on the internet it was actually called the hearing itself hold on let me let me get it right let me get it right i had it pulled up uh and now i can't see it the hearing was actually called the hearing on um child sexual exploitation or something to that effect i'll find it i have like three different windows up open um and and it was specifically to address the problem of child sexual exploitation on social media platforms and what could be done about it and and again it was it's it's a super important topic you know our government definitely needs to to do something but i felt like there was a lot of posturing to look tough on this issue by the politicians. I mean, you know, Lindsey Graham's like, do you know you have blood on your hands? You know what I mean? Just being mm-hmm. over, like literally that was his quote, like, you know, you have blood on your hands and being overly dramatic and the way that, you know, Mark Zuckerberg was sort of coerced into apologizing to the families, which he should have yeah. done anyway. Yeah, J- but Josh Holly made that man stand man, up, turn around man. and personally apologize like, it was, to the family sitting behind Right. Him. It was so crazy and, and, and kind of ridiculous and, and um, you know, the the thing they're not wrong i I'll, I'll i'll preface all of this by saying the politicians aren't wrong in what they're calling for um in in, in as as a solution because lindsey graham actually did say out of his mouth that we need to repeal section 230 so i was like finally at least somebody actually said it out loud um but the way they went about it i think was was unproductive i don't think it accomplished anything i think it maybe made the, the parents that were there feel better or something but i know you know i was watching a particular exchange between mark zuckerberg and and that guy that that made him apologize um he's like you know you're a billionaire are you gonna 
pay these people compensation out of your own pocket, you know, and then he wouldn't let them answer. And it was just like, but the whole thing is like, okay, yes, we have some things we need to do, but are y'all going to step up and pass something? Can you let me know that? Because we haven't had any new legislation around this issue in more than a decade. So what you doing? Like I can do what I can do, but I need you to do something as well. And and that would have been my, I mean, I wouldn't have wanted to be super combative, but they were getting real ignorant. And that would have been my pushback to, you know, because because the company's not going to do anything until you force them to, until you legislate something that makes it possible for people to get compensation um, from these companies. So they're, they're not going to change anything until they have to. Right. And they're not going to have to until the government makes a law that says they have to. Right. So because these, it's, it's all like, y'all. Yeah. It's like the, the, the politicians want the tech companies or these tech CEOs to represent their consumers when the elected officials should represent the people who yes. elect them. Thank and it's you. Just, and it's just crazy. Well, it's not crazy. We know what time it is with these politicians and these hearings, especially during, you know, election cycles and things of that nature. Right. They are under the assumption that people don't read. People don't go on the news. People don't do their understanding and, and find out what's going on. And they're not we wrong about TV. that either. <laughs> we watch TV. So when a hearing like this is going to be on TV, these politicians say, all right, this is my one time to get in front of a large amount of people without me having to go campaign, without me having to spend money on travel, without me having to, you know, dig through middle America, nowhere. I can get this. I have this platform with all these people watching. It's mm-hmm. my turn to shine, baby. And I got to get that sound bite. I right. got to get that real yeah. good sound bite mm-hmm. that's going to go viral yep. and it's going to be on every on all these platforms you you railing against. You, it, your sound bite going to be on them platforms. And and again, it was it was super for it was the it just just for clarification, the big tech and the online child sexual exploitation crisis. That was the name of the official mm-hmm. name of the hearing. And and it was and it was a bunch of theater, a bunch of performance yeah so i was actually on daily tech news show last thursday and i was on with uh justin robert young who is the host of politics 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 and one of the things he actually said about this was that he kind of knew it was coming because they just had those hearings a few months ago that got those university mm-hmm. presidents fired it is like right. so he was he was fully expecting congress to straight up congress in this one and act a, act a stone cold fool which I was kind of expecting that too. So yeah, we, we got what we expected, but they have to get together and do something. And Stephanie, you hit the uh, nail on the head with this. You're not going to have a meta or a X or a Snapchat tell Congress, well, y'all make some rules, make, you know, make the rules, pass some laws, let us know what those <laughs> laws are. And then we will, uh, you know, then we will abide by them. They're not going to say that because they don't want to invite more government regulation into their world, but that's what they're waiting on. Because mm-hmm. it's like we are abiding by what the law is. So these things are bad. We, we under, you know, we, we understand, but you, you have to tell us what the law is. You tell us what the law is. We'll abide by it. Um, like I said, none of those company CEOs are going to say this. That's what they want. But when they're in those boardroom meetings, when they're, you know, when no one's listening, when the notes aren't being taken, that's exactly what they want. It's like if Josh Holly wants this, if, you know, Lindsey Graham wants this, whoever wants this, pass a law. 
Tell me what the law is and then we will uh, adhere. But you want us to police ourselves and come up with all this stuff. And then so we do something and then it's not enough. And we're we're the bad guy. We and don't do anything. Exactly. And we're right and back here again in six it, months. It, anyway. Exactly. Make a law, pass it. So I think this is going to be a combination of both. These companies are going to have to do something um, because it's getting it, it's not it's, it's not like it hasn't been. But the stuff that you can do with, you know, these AI generated, AI generated stuff, these deep fakes, um, with kids and stuff like that, yep. that it, it is dangerous what is happening now. You, you have to really concern yourself with the, you know, you know, just the, the mental well being of a lot of young people because of what can happen. It's like we see the things that happen when you actually have, uh, you know, cyber bullying. You, you know, you got a picture of somebody in a compromising position, the actual Listen, picture. What happens now is like, it's not even a picture of you it's a fake and you know that you know what that can do to your reputation april i stood in front of students who had just come back home from the hospital after attempting suicide i stood in front of students who i asked them why do you think you're even still here right now and they said because of the work you're doing to raise awareness about this these kids are dying and i say that without a trace of hyperbole or performance or anything i stand in front of these kids every time i walk into a school there is always at least one that says i had gotten to that point where i couldn't take it anymore so it really is on all of these adults in the room to make it happen. There are five bills right now currently that have been sort of packaged as, you know, a solution, so to speak. Um, the Stop CSAM Act, the Earn It Act, the Shield Act, the Project Safe Childhood Act, and the Report Act are all being sort of packaged together as, you know, a start. But it has to start with removing, sec- repealing Section 230. It has to start there. People need to have some sort of way to get at these companies. And between that and age verification, I mean, we've gotten to the point. Nobody wants to share that level of personal information, but we have to have a way to know who these teens are on these platforms right now. You have no idea, you know, because they put their school name or because of the kind of stuff they post seems a little bit juvenile or whatever, but you don't really have a way of accurately, accurately knowing who is a child on these platforms and age verification is the only way. So if we going to continue to use them, we got to start requiring government issue ID or a copy of a birth certificate or something because even with whole parental consent kids are get kids will get around that too oh yeah my mom said I could do it oh yeah. and 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 parents will give their consent unilaterally without even knowing what they're giving their consent to because they haven't done the work to research the platforms in the first place so the only real solution is age verification through some sort of actual, like I said, birth certificate, social security card, something. Nobody wants to give that information up. So it puts everybody in a bind because you can have as many moderators as you want. The material is going to still be made. The material is still going to propagate. You're not going to be able to catch everything at, at before it gets out there and spreads like wildfire. You, you're, there just isn't a real technical solution not with user generated content. Not with it is. Generated, and that's it is. I think and, that's, and that's it. And that's, that's it. 
there's 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 not a technical solution. They're they're demanding a technical solution to a problem that doesn't have one. And you know, you can put band-aids on this thing and stick your finger in the dike and try to stop the water flow or whatever, but it's not a technical problem. It, it's a human problem, number one. People are just awful, but also you you need to know what you're dealing with on these platforms and and you need some sort of age verification that, you know, will accurately, you know, identify young people, you know, minors on, on these platforms. Yeah, I, I do some uh, mentoring uh, myself and, and I used to be in a, in a classroom years ago, um, but I, we were, I was really talking to a few teens and I didn't realize just how easy it is. Now, and it's not, we're not necessarily talking about the social media, but just getting on adult sites and I'm using, you know, you know, like those adult porn sites, like how easy go click. Yeah, I'm 18. Bam. The whole, mm-hmm. er, everything's, everything's available to you. And, you know, yes, parents should be this and that, but like, it's, it's too easy. It's too, it's too easy that when you got a phone and you and you, the bat, you know, like, I'm just saying like the, so age verification has to be done. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 uh like you know but how do you like many most kids don't have ids until they're 16 so how do you you know so like there, there's some, there's some, yeah, there's some, that's it that's and all we got and to make matters worse um who does it like right now speaking of porn um colorado and a couple other states are requiring uh websites porn sites to age verify the right. websites are pushing back and saying, no, that shouldn't be our responsibility. It should be whoever made the device that they're on. So Apple yeah. or Samsung right. or Google. Right. Everybody wants to pass for. the buck. Right. And then, mm-hmm. of course, you know, Apple and Google and was like, no, you know, that's got to be bills and stuff passed. So it's almost mm-hmm. like everybody wants to be upset. Nobody wants to take the responsibility. At all. So, At so, all. So, because because their their views are going to go down. How we how we store in this data? We all know how great everybody is about storing data and personal information. I'm being sarcastic right now, but if you got a bunch of social security numbers now and a bunch of screenshots of birth certificates and and all, like it, you just you're just asking to be hacked. You're begging to be hacked and to have your privacy compromised and to have that platform compromised and that information out there on the dark web. So it it really you know I don't want to be a fatalist about this, but it, it's. Whew. It there's not an easy solution for it. So, yeah. Terrence, to your point, I, I want to say it was Mark Zuckerberg, and he and he's made this point before, but he's making it last week. Uh, is that why are you looking at Meta and Snapchat and this application and that website and that application and that website to do age verification? Wouldn't it be much easier? Wouldn't it be uh, you know more applicable to actually make the device? do the age verification. So if a parent gives a telephone to their child, it's generally running one of two operating systems, uh, iOS or Android. Well, Google, you do age verification on that and make it, the parent has to, you know, my, my child is this age. The parent has to set that um, based maybe off of building information or something like that, you know, because, you know, it, it gets dicey when you start requiring, uh, you know, IDs and, and these things. Mm-hmm. I understand that. But if you do it at the phone level, that way, the applications and the websites, they can just check in the phone. Yeah, so, right. But see, but here's the problem, though, Rob. Oh, I know the problem. I know you, if I know something exactly happens, <laughs> the parents is going to sue Apple and sue Google and Google and be like, hey, wait a minute. <clears throat> so nobody 
Nobody wants to take the ball and say nobody you know wants the responsibility we'll because if something happens, they are going to be responsible. And yep. since when is the last time a company yep. said, you know what? Yeah, that's us. Our bad. I mean, and no, that makes it, the most sense never. because you only have those two separate operating systems to, to worry about. But mm-hmm. again, they don't want to shoulder the responsibility. The co- social media wants to hide behind Section 230. Everybody wants to bury their head in the sand. And meanwhile, the kids keep dying. Yep. That yeah. that may be where a rule or, or I should say a law has to come from our lawmakers to where they're going to say, hey, Android or Google, you're going to verify age on your devices. Hey, Apple, you're going to verify age on your devices. Hey, Microsoft, you're going to verify age in your operating system, because mm-hmm. if they do those three, they probably are getting, I would say, 95, 96 percent of Earth. Yeah. Now I know folks are saying, well, they can get Linux. You're not making, you know, Rob, you said nothing about, you know, about Red Hat. You said nothing about, oh you know, these other things, but Nerds. it's like, let, let's, let's, right. let's start most, where most 13 year olds ain't going to do, ain't doing that. <laughs> um, and the ones that are don't have a problem getting around it anyway. So, right. uh, you know, so, so let's start where you're going to get the most bang for your buck. If you are on Android, you know, like I said, Google, the government's going to have to tell Google to do this, but the government tell Google to do this, tell Apple to do this, tell Microsoft to do this. They will then do it. And at least now you have a mechanism that kind of works. Uh, yeah. like I said, I know that somebody's going to build something that's going to get around that, but you've got to start somewhere. You can't say, yeah. well, someone is going to eventually figure out how to get around the thing that we're not doing. So we're not going to even attempt the thing that we're not doing. That right. I mean, makes no sense. You can say that literally about everything. Like if the EU can make Apple way over here to put in a USB C into their phone. Right. Right. Why <laughs> it, it can make them put in a, another store. An alternative, like they literally can make them do that mm-hmm. as easy and say, and say, you know, you're going to allow this on your phone. You're going to allow this. You're going to change this port, whether you like it or not. If they can, if they can do that, what, what is wrong with our house that we can't, we can't do that on our it's side. A, it's, a, it's, it's the it's lobbyists. This, that's what I was about to say. It is a mm-hmm. systemic the issue because Rob, you make perfect so. sense. Make the lawmakers do it. Guess who's in the pocket of the lawmakers? Apple yep. and Google and all of them are in them mm-hmm. and funding them campaigns. And yep. these, the, and these um, politicians will go on these hearings and say all this stuff when a rubber meets the road and they actually have to sit down and do something. Oh, wait. Mm-hmm. Well, well. And right. Ray makes a good point. And, and that, that checks are getting cut. There is a more direct issue, not a more direct issue. There is an equally, if not more direct issue with safety and danger and it's guns we can't even figure that out so what makes yeah. you think you're gonna figure out the internet <laughs> right 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 but but how, how, how does the how does the eu do it then like they, they they're, they're it's, a government like how, it's, how, how it's did they whole, get past the lobbyists it's a whole societal thing and America yeah it's cultural Western it's definitely yeah, cultural yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. and just yeah, fyi Net Choice, Net N E T, Net Choice is the lobbying body that includes Meta, Snap, TikTok, and X. Um, if anybody wants to like start writing them some letters or you know shaking an angry fist, uh, Net Choice is that lobbying body. Gotcha. Yeah, we have we have a lot of freedoms here in the United States they don't necessarily have in uh you know in, in other countries that. Makes it a little easier. Uh, well, it, makes it, it a little easier for them to, to pass some laws on. You're going to do this, or you're going to be barred from running your operating system. Well, in to our, in, um, in our confines of our country. To Kayim's point in the in the chat as well, different campaign finance laws. 
that's that's a huge part of this is campaign finance reform. Like if we could how, get if we could get that piece, I think how, that would be the domino. Right, right, right. Yeah, we started out with <laughs> internet child safety. Now we're back to campaign finance reform. <laughs> right, right, right. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, 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 don't, yeah, yeah. Don't throw the whole thing away. You know what I mean? Right. Just throw the whole thing away. It's crazy. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas, absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. So, y'all, uh, we're going to get to this last thing we're going to talk about in the regular show. And, and I could be making this part up, but uh, my friend Lamar bought a piece of technology and the technology was like, Hey man, you need to call Rob and get up on that show. I, I got some stuff to want to say. I'm probably making that part up, but something like that happened. Somebody called somebody. I think that his vision pro called me. It could actually be Labar called me and said he had a vision pro. Yeah. I, I, will, I will let y'all determine how that conversation actually happened. But Lamar, uh, I won't put it on, but here it is. Show us this new hotness <laughs> yes, that you got is- last Friday. Yeah, for all for the low, low price of thirty right. no no thirty eight ninety nine because I got the terabyte one because I'm an idiot. Um, uh, so yeah, this is the this is the doesn't look special at all. I mean, like you look at this and you're like, why is that thirty eight hundred dollars? And you know, yeah. it, it's it's all it's all it's all it's all subjective. I could look at my laptop my laptop and say, why is that three four thousand dollars? Well, I guess you know, because I, I need. It does what I need to do. So I, I, I came into this very skeptical. I, you know, I, ha- I had the funds to get it, fortunately. And I got to say, it, I've used it in the, let me preface this. I've used a Meta Quest 2. I used a 3 with the AR VR. Love it. I, I, I think it's a great device. This, this one, this one shocked me. And I'm, and I'm, I'm not saying, you know, like man, nobody paid me nothing. I'm, you know, but, but I definitely have some points with it. First of all, if you're in the Apple ecosystem, it is extremely easy to use. Like you, you can pick it up and pretty much get it. And I, and I happen to be in that ecosystem. So it's very, very, very user friendly in that sense. Um, I've used VR things before and maybe some of you all, I'm sure you all have too. And you know, you get that nauseous feeling after a while you use it and it's like, okay, I, maybe it's cause it's AR, but I, but none of that, none of that nauseousness. Came out. I haven't even had anybody talk about that. They've talked about the discomfort mm-hmm. of because it's heavier in the front, mm-hmm. you know, because this, this particular. I was going to ask about the weight. What is, what does that weight feel like? So it's it, with this band, mm-hmm. it, it definitely weighs heavier on like the, the, the cheekbones, the mm-hmm. bridge, bridge and cheekbones, but it's a great, like, I love this band, but they did bring, uh, let me see if I have it. They, they did have another band. 
th- that came right. with this. I don't with the, with the I cross don't like strap it. that goes over your head. Yeah, yeah the stra- I don't have it uh, detached, but but with that one, it takes the pressure off because it's on the on the top of your head. And I I, have, I read reviews or watch reviews that when you wear that one, it's much more comfortable. It's just ugly. <laughs> you know, it is hard, <laughs> and it's harder to put on. I don't like it. Uh, you know, I haven't, uh, to be fair, I haven't tried it, but I've tried it on my, on my MetaQuest. It's just, you know, it, it's, but it, it does relieve the pressure. And I think one of the things, you know, that, why does this battery attached like this is the ugliest part of this? Mm-hmm. Well, they don't want to put this in the back. Right. They wanted to keep this device as light as possible. So okay. you pretty so much have would to you, this would in you, how would you compare that weight wise to uh, a MetaQuest? Like just the overall, not not as far as like the balance of where it sits on your face, but just just weight, you know. They feel about the same. That's the interesting because okay. I, I I didn't put it in my video, but uh, because I, I edited it. But like I here, I have the MetaQuest here now. Now when I pick it up and I have this, I've had this for some time. This definitely feels a little heavier. But again, we're we're talking about plastic, yeah, and metal and glass, yeah. So yeah. so that so there is more weight here, but it's not considerably more. Like I expected this to be like heavy from what people were you know the initial reviews were saying and i'm like oh lord that's that's gonna bother me the, the uh, but the, sensationalized media of course <laughs> yeah but the, but the nice thing about this it has it has this little uh little button here that tight that's why i love this oh, okay. band it like it has some wires in here that tightens it up and if you get it tight enough around it doesn't move and, and then it feels comfortable so mm-hmm. it's just a matter of getting getting used to it um and and, and so yeah weight wise i'm i'm heavier but you adjust to it the reason why i can tell you that is because last night i was i was i had i had like several windows up i was looking at my text messages i was looking at uh i had a few windows i had discord up and it was around it was around 10 p.m all of a sudden instantly it's i i I open my it's dark it's just dark (laughs) i take the thing off it's 3 a.m I my fell asleep on the couch. I don't know, but that's but that was a testament to how comfortable it is because right. brother can't even sleep with socks on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's not I, like any I, that bothers me. So the fact that I slept with this on my head, even laying back, it's, it's it like my body adjusted to it. Was uh, that the was, longest it, you had worn it up to that? Oh yeah. Point? Oh yeah. Yeah, because I I've used it a couple. Well, like when I filmed my videos, I had it on a straight hour or so while I was filming. I never took it off, and I and I was shocked at the end. I was like, usually during takes or something, get a little. Mm-hmm. Break, but I think it's because the AR is so good, right? The the pass through is so good. I was able to see. I, I didn't like after all, I just kind of forgot about the weight. And I'm like, there's no need to take this off. I'm not sweating. I don't feel nauseous. Uh, like it, it was, it was, it's a surprisingly comfortable, like really good, good device in that sense. Well, and that's the thing. If you can actually see what's going on around you, I think that's the problem with, with the quest is like, you gotta, you gotta create your little space, your little range of motion where you can go and not knock yourself out or fall off a cliff or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just being able to see what's actually right. happening around you sort of precludes the need to take it off. Cause I can look at what I want to look at, you know, in, in the spatial computing part of it, or I can just look it at the world. So it, it, it is that yeah. best of both worlds type thing, which is, which is kind of sad as a side note, because I love, <laughs> and this is a guilty pleasure. I love watching videos of people with VR headsets on getting freaked out 
and run smack dab <laughs> into a wall. Oh, it drives. Oh, I get, I get, I giggle. Yeah. So the fact that you can, or you are aware of your surroundings, kind of a bummer for me with the vision. Program. No, but no, but they yeah, have an immersive yeah. view. You turn that yeah, dial, turn. and all oh, of a sudden, okay. and you, you, oh no, it, it goes. Apple would not use the words uh, VR. terms VR AR for the, right. you know that's that's Apple, but. It definitely has that VRV. You 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 turn that dial, all of a sudden you can. I'm, I'm in some desert somewhere. I'm in space. Oh, okay. And, and, nice. and yeah, and if, and nice. if you're not careful, yeah, you start walking around and you turn that dial. <laughs> yeah, that, you you gonna be one of those meme videos that you like watching. <laughs> good, 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 yeah, good. yeah. No, jammed up. Now I want to get your take on this, Lamar, because I trust you. But I've seen people who are yeah. saying that the 90 megahertz refresh rate being that close to your eyes, it almost doesn't look like you're looking at a TV screen. It looks, it almost looks like you're just looking into the real world. And I've seen Marquez Brownlee was actually playing ping pong while wearing it. I actually saw another video where it was four folks playing pickleball uh, with their, uh, you know, with their, you know, headsets on. And it's like, okay, well, th- that ball is coming at you, you know, fairly quickly. So the fact that you can actually see in real time to be able to play with the pass through on, I thought that that was actually pretty impressive. It, are, are you, are you seeing the same things or was that gimmicky? Y- yeah. No, no, no. I, I'm seeing, I'm seeing that too. That's one of the reasons when I had it on. There's no digital delay. There's no skip. And, and, you know, so when people, you know, that's why I giggle when, you know, some people who do like, oh, this is, it's the same thing as the quest. And I'm like, listen, the quest is an excellent device. You're never going to hear me talking bad about it. I, you know, I, I bought one. I like it, but this has different processing in it. It just does. I, Apple made a whole separate chip for it and that processing makes a difference. And so you, you know, like doing something in real time like that, playing ping pong while I haven't tried it. I've looked at my TV, see it just fine. Look at my, my MacBook. There's a little fuzziness if you get a little too close. And then, you know, it's not perfect. It's not like looking out a window. We're not mm-hmm. there yet, mm-hmm. you know, but, but it's, it's clear enough, uh, that I, I, I was taken aback. I didn't, I didn't expect it to be that clear. I remember when I had, if you remember the quest two, whatever, like you, you have, you go into that grayscale mode is like, you know, like that bleed. I, I expected something a little bit better than that, but in color, but this is clear. I'm not seeing like any, there's some fuzziness on the edges, right? It's not perfect, you know, but it's clear. And I, and, and go ahead. No, I was going to say, um, what have you actually used it for so oh, yeah. far? Like okay. for real, for real, not and, just in like testing and just wanting to play around with different things. I mean, getting to know the device is one thing, but you know, what have you actually used it for and what do you see yourself actually using it for going forward? And then, well, so can I mention a couple? And then as piggyback, talk about the interface. I mean, not the interface, the um, inputs between your eyes yeah. and the fingers and all that stuff. Yeah, can you give me? I, I will get to that stuff. Give me like one, one, one minute. Yep. I had something before that. Uh, input. The, I first of all, let me just say, as a tech, I, I've been blown away about this. About this, the eye tracking is crazy accurate. It is insane how I'm. I just glance over at something, it highlights it like instant. There's no delay. Uh, I, I, I went back and forth with my eyes, just like looking, looking at different. It's like do 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 do. It's, it's, it's really, really accurate. Scary accurate. I haven't seen a device come close to that. So accurate, I think that if they make an accessibility option for people who have limited mobility, you know, like like this is going to be perfect because if you blink, if you look at you can look at something and they make a thing where you blink and it opens. That's it. Mm-hmm. Like pe- pe- people who are not able to 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 move or like say you know like paralyzed or has some other issue, they this will change their life. And I, I'm not trying to make pump this up to be some grand device. I'm just saying the eye tracking is that good. Alone. Mm-hmm. Yes, the the silly 
gestures. There are silly, but and, and at first everybody does this. You do this because you think you got to be right in front of it. We know you putting it right in front of. You. I, I once I laid back in the couch, I had just my hands out, like just you no, know, you can't see them now, but just like rested just, just on the arm, just resting on armrest on the couch, and I just, I'm just like. And it's picking it up because the camera is Cameras, so it, yeah. you you can have it low, and I'm sitting comfortably, and you know my my other hand was on my lap, and I just I, after about an hour I just started naturally doing it. It picks Dang, it that's up crazy. So like if I need to close a window and and the X is way over there, I just look look at it, bam, and that's it just cl- closes it. Yeah, it's it's one of those things like I whether you all get one or not, get into an Apple Store and just and mm. try that because I it's. It's an expensive device. I'm not going to sit here and saying it's worth thirty four ninety. I don't agree with that. I don't think it's worth. I don't. I, I think it's expensive, but I see wh- why. I, I can see why it's a premium device because these are things we have not seen in other devices. The input is crazy uh, on, on that. So, real quick, uh, before I mention uh, Stephanie's thing, no, we're on a black uh, black themed type of podcast. Uh, the skin tone is detected skin tone well. Uh- like, like, okay. like, I haven't had no, I haven't had no connect issues, <laughs> you know, like, like no, I, listening to I, the tech job. I, right, I was, right. I was, yeah. I, I was looking for it. No, no, I was, I was looking for that. I was like, yeah, they're not going to be able to take my fingers way over here. Cause it's too dark. No, it did. And matter of fact, the, the face scan, you know, that uncanny Valley weird face that mm-hmm. it, it got my, it got my tone. It, it, wow. it nailed, it nailed okay. my skin tone. It nailed everything, you know, even the blemishes. So <laughs> I was like, okay, I was, I was actually impressed with that. They, they took some time to make sure, you know, and I have a friend who is, uh, Filipino. It knocked, it matched her shade. We did a FaceTime. It, 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 it matched her shade perfectly. So, so that was, that's a re- really good positive. But, um, how did that look? I heard the FaceTime was a little weird looking with it's Uncanny Valley. Her. Yeah, it's it, it's Uncanny Valley for about ten minutes, it, like I timed it, and then I'm like, okay, I know this is I know this is an avatar, but I, it's but it looks so much like the person I forget. Mm-hmm. Like I, was, I, I I've been on two Facetime calls, and after about five or ten minutes, I I, I feel like I'm talking to the person, oh. except when they start to laugh because it's like ha 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 ha, you know, oh, it, it looks it look yeah it yeah it, it looks weird, <laughs> but it, I think that'll improve, but. But that's that's the weirdest part of this thing. Now, I want to mention Alicia Keys for a reason. Oh boy. Okay. In <laughs> Apple <laughs> So you asked me what I've been using it for. Okay. So in Apple TV Plus, I don't think there's a killer app, but I think there's a killer feature. In Apple TV Plus, they have some demos that they've made. It's called Immersive Video. Mm-hmm. Uh so they have uh I did when I did my video, I did one with the dinosaur. It was actually reacting to me. It was kind of weird. Uh, that was really nice. They, they have, uh, a lady who is on a tight rope walking and, and you're like there with her, like, like better than regular VR. It's like, it's mm-hmm. like you're there. Alicia Keys has had, I did the Alicia Keys one first. So she's, she's in her studio. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's doing like, she, I guess she's about to go on tour. So her, her, you know, group is there and, and she, they're like going through some songs and just, like pretend like the cameras are not there, you know, and just and just kind of doing their thing, and then she sings a couple of songs. But when I tell you when that video popped up, and that woman was right in front of me, you could have sworn I was like, I was like, why are you in my house? 
to 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 the point when she turned around because because I, I, maybe Apple told her you know this, but like, she turned around, she started, she was singing, and she looked dead at me while she was singing, and smi- I I start blushing. I was like, hi, I did, I did, I I don't get swings no, on you. I had to, I had to, I had to remember she was not that's she don't know me that she's not looking at me. She looked, but they but you can see around the room they have these really specialized cameras mm-hmm. around, and they were switching them. The immersive video, I'm telling you. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, that is going to be the future of devices like this. Mm-hmm. Like, I will pay a premium if a concert came out. Some, you know, like, uh, and, and that's con- what I'm waiting on. I'm waiting on yes. sporting events because I oh am my not God. for trying to go through all the rigmarole as much as I want to. Because one of my bucket lists is I want to have, I want to be season ticket holder, you know, for whatever sporting event. Another mm, thing is, same. I want to sit, there too. I wanna sit cut courtside. You know, I can't, I ain't mm-hmm. got the, I ain't got the dough right now, but one of these days I want to be able to <laughs> sit courtside. So one of the uh, happy mediums for me is I can't wait until. VR AR gets to where it is to where I would rather pay for the device to be able to get that courtside experience versus yes. actually having to jump through the hoops and I'll pay for it. You know, they versus, will make so much money, dude. Yeah, that's what. Oh I'll, yeah, definitely. Yeah, they will make so much money. Another another app, uh, Steph, that that uh, Disney Plus came ready with uh with with the they they had their own, so they have a section called uh 3D video. So what was really cool is and uh. Like you can choose your immersion set, like what you want around you. So I chose the Disney theater. Now, when that theater comes around you, you are sitting in that theater. Now, no, it's you know, it's not it's not that much different from like being in VR, but it it, look, it looks a little more realistic. And so I I was like, okay, three D Avatar, Avatar, Avatar two, cool. I'll pop that up. I, I almost watched the whole movie. Like I, I like I have seen it already. And I was like, you know, and I have. It was like, yeah, but seeing it in that three D and like, like I'm, I feel like I'm sitting in a theater. Now, what they need is like friends who have it too to be sitting with you. That that, mm-hmm. that you know, they, right. they they figure that out. But it it, it was astounding. Like I had because I had never seen the old what two thousand nine Avatar. I never saw that in three D. I didn't go to the theater. So this, uh, so I'm kind of missed that train, but th- this was my first time seeing this in 3D and I'm just like, wow, wow, that's amazing. So video, video, video. But I will also say this connects to your Mac really easily. Like if you're looking at your, your MacBook, mm-hmm. there's a, there's a little connect button right, right on top as you're looking through, hit connect. So if your MacBook's a 16 inch, now I measure this because my TV is at 85. Mm-hmm. The, the screen that pops up. That's your so it's your Mac screen pops up. It, it was about ninety inches wide. You, so I basically using a Vision Pro as an external monitor for your Mac. I was a I, I was a I was editing video. I was I had Discord open. I I was looking browsing yeah. on the on the side. I had Threads open and stuff. It it is it was just one screen right now. But if they you know because of the processing. But, <laughs> but to ask you, yeah, I was actually doing some work. I was I was texting friends back and forth, and just to have. Going from a 16 inch, even like my monitors that I'm on right now are what, what 27, but that was 85 without any blurring. And you're using so for that sort of product productivity, text messages, Discord, uh, video editing. Are you using a traditional trackpad and um, keyboard? Or are you trying to do the virtual keyboard and the eyes and the gestures? Oh no, I, no, that's the cool thing. I was just using <coughs> my Mac, my MacBook. Oh, you're so using keys yeah. on your MacBook. Gotcha, I, I, mm-hmm. gotcha, gotcha. I was gotcha, still, gotcha. yeah. So it, so it's open. Gotcha. It just, it, it, the screen goes black. Right. The virtual screen pops up. 
Dang. And then I, I have it as big as I want to. And now, like, that's editing crazy. video was fun. Like, so no delay. So that's what you were saying, going back to the being in the ecosystem. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you're in an ecosystem. Mm-hmm. You get a, there's a lot more benefits that you that you can get from. It. And then while I had that open, I had some other stuff uh, on the side that's not on the Mac that was open. My, I had my text messages open. Uh, I got a friend uh, who's visiting Malaysia right now. So he was up while I was doing this middle of the night. So he was messaging me. And I, then I had I had a music thing open. Um, so, so that's what I use. And I also use for games. I'm a chess player and, and the, the, they, there was a chess game made for, they so, of, you know, of course the tables in front of you, we've seen that in VR, right? That's not necessarily mm-hmm. special. Uh, but what I thought was special was without controllers, cause with the meta, you still, you need a controller if you're going to play chess. Right. It look like you're holding it and moving it, which is nothing wrong with that. Why was I moving it with my fingers? That's like, crazy. like it was, like, like it was an actual chess piece. Oh, mm-hmm. so you want Tony Stark with it? It was pretty. Great <laughs> right. <it was> <laughs> Jarvis. You got your own Jarvis. <laughs> yeah. So, so when people say, oh, it's not worth it, you know, like, worth is subjective. And, and yes, if you don't have the, 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 the funds for it, it, it it's, you know, like, like, no, you know, judge it. It's just, it's an expensive device. But, but if you can, like right now, I've seen, man, this, this, and at least, at least for a creator, I've made some of my money back already on a couple of videos. But like, just even just productivity, I want to use it now. I want to go and I want to go into AR to jump on my Mac to and and to talk to people and to jump on FaceTime. Like, I feel like I want to be doing a lot more multiple things at at once, but getting things done, not just like you mentioned, you know, stuff. Not playing with it just to play with it, right? You know, but like a- actual productivity. Um, Microsoft. Day one put the whole alpha suite See, on there. Yeah. Uh, uh, on there, which is, uh, you know, and so I, I expect more, you know, Zoom. Zoom is on there mm-hmm. natively. There's a ton of apps that are, are native, a lot of games and things. So there, there, there is a lot of potential. It's a gen one device. Uh, I, I'm, I'm sure there are stuff, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm still in that stage of all. So I'm sure I'll run into some issues like, you know, uh, you know, like, like, ty- you know, type, typing takes some getting used to when you're trying to do it virtually because I'm, I'm doing like this and it's weird. You know, <laughs> like, like, like you can't tap on them. It's just slower and you got to make sure right. you hit it right. So, uh, right. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, I, I would, I would say there's no killer app. Just, I think there's killer experiences and it's all about video. Like look, look for movies and maybe like concert. You mentioned sports. I didn't even think about that. Sports, you pay a premium, but, but they got those special cameras mm-hmm. where you are, look like you are sitting there on the court, like, and you could, maybe you could change your seat anywhere you want to be based on what team you want to follow. If they, if they do something like that, I'm going to get back into sports. I'm going to pay for that, that package, definitely. Right. That's pretty dope. Yeah. So, so y- y- your, your review is what we're hearing a lot of folks say. It's like, man, the technology that Apple put into this thing. Is the killer feature. Now that developers have it, let them go figure out how to make it, you know, you know, yes. you know, you, you know, utilitarian, I guess the word would be, but just the technology in it. If you're a tech head and you have the, you know, it's going to cost you, you know, three and a half, four grand to get this thing. So if you have that, uh, you know, just, just wanting it is, is enough of a reason to get it. So, so mom. Really glad that you, uh, you know, you, you volunteered to come on and tell us about, uh, you know, the VR. It's, it sounds really cool. Yeah. And it's just another reason, like, man, I want to go ahead and buy me one of these Macs. And I think mm-hmm. a whole other thing about the price could also be that it doesn't replace anything. And I think a lot of people's like, well, 
you know, my MacBook or my TV or my phone or whatever the case may be. Now I have to have this on top of that. And I right. think that's why people are like, ah, four grand is too much, you know, <laughs> but like, I mean, it is, but at the same time, like you're mentioning with that experience and as developers get a hold of it and as we as consumers start to dictate to Apple, what is our use case for this? I think, you know, Apple and or third party developers or whomever can start to curate that experience versus Apple just saying, hey, this is a productivity device. Deal with it. Right. Right. I- I'm hoping Apple's mm-hmm. like, all right, you know, people are using it for this and people are using it for that. Let's curate that, you know, experience. Absolutely. To suit that. So then people will actually see this as while being expensive, there's some value to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, and then, like I said, the, the uh, Xbox Game Pass is going to come to it because now Apple has allowed that. So that's going to bring hundreds of games, you know, like, like it's just opened the floodgates to so much potential. Uh, Nvidia GeForce. Uh, and I, I gotta say the, the Wi-Fi on it, I, I'm, I'm guessing it's Wi-Fi six. Like I have no delays, no stutters in the video. Just amazing. There is one terrible thing. Terrible. But not only the people in the video are going to be able to see it. But like absolutely awful for two hundred dollars. This is the case, and I'm just wondering why is it wrinkled? <laughs> I heard it looked like, like a like, big pillow. Like, they said like, it was like, like a big pillow. That is that like, cost two hundred dollars. It's two hundred. I'm like, can y'all 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 could y'all could have ironed this? That's all I'm saying. That's that's like, real like, look, janky look, 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 look. Yeah, that's janky. now they they were like, oh, I, I put it on threads. They were like, oh no, they did that. Uh, that's an aesthetic because of NASA spacesuits. I'm like, they no, still could have ironed no. it. I'm sorry. <laughs> my, my, my mom said, don't go outside with no Rico. Right. That no. don't look like no $200 <laughs> worth of protection. No, no, no. This is going back. I, I have, there, I found a third party company that has, that's making one. No, it's just a principle. Is I just, I can't. I don't like it. Yeah. And, and, and it's going to get dirty. It'll right. be dirty tomorrow. Mm-hmm. But that's but Apple will get better because when the Apple Watches first came out, them boxes were ginormous. <laughs> you yes, you I remember. One, it's like a little little thin little piece of cardboard that you take out. Mm-hmm. It's got everything you need. So, <laughs> nice. yeah, but it's it's it's, it's, a, it's it's a it's it's a fun it's a fun device. I, I'm using it a little bit every day. Uh, ask me if I'm still using it in a month or two, and or if it's collecting dust. Well, I'm hopeful that I'm gonna use it, but you know, we'll see. All right. For $3,400, you might put that thing on every day. Every Listen, day. It's, it's, sitting, it's sitting on my, it's sitting on my ottoman and my, on my couch. So I have to look at it. I'm going to have to use it every day. I, I yes. Yeah, the Furry videos day. are already out. People on the subway, people getting out of their cars using it. I mean, that's just, yeah, I ain't doing, I, I, I ain't doing it. Well, <laughs> I'm just saying, I like, I don't want to go there, but I'm just saying, you, you know, we ain't doing, we ain't done that. Right. Well, you gonna and you ain't going to see me doing that. <laughs> Because yeah, we're we, we going to start to see a lot of these on the black market when people get them smashed <laughs> off their heads, <laughs> wearing them out in public. Like, come on now. Everybody yeah. knows how much these things cost. Why would you wear that outside? That's crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Lamar, thank you so much for uh, coming to the show to let everybody know about your new hotness that you got last Absolutely. Friday. Absolutely. But, y'all, it is it is Black History Month. And one of the things that uh, we said we were going to do every week this month was hit you with a spotlight. So... Tech Life staff, can you please tell us about Lanny Smoot? Yes, I can. 
Lanny Smoot is the first Disney Imagineer to be inducted into the National Inventors Hall of Fame. He is only the second Disney employee to earn this honor after Walt Disney's posthumous induction in 2000. At the Walt Disney Company, Lanny Smoot, with over 100 lifetime patents, has developed interactive attractions, special effects, new concepts for ride vehicles, and numerous other technological advancements for Disney's theme parks, attractions, resort hotels, and cruise ships, creating magical guest experiences and driving innovation for future attractions. Born in 1955, Smoot grew up in Brooklyn, New York, and became fascinated with invention during his childhood. One of his earliest childhood memories is when his father brought home a battery, an electric bell, and a light bulb, and he wired them together so that the bell would ring and the bulb would light. That light lit up Smoot's career. From then on, he learned all he could about science and engineering. In an interview with the National Inventors Hall of Fame, Smoot described himself as continuously curious. He said his parents had absolute confidence in him and gave him the freedom to follow his curiosity. My path was paved by people who believed in me, said Smoot. He developed the desire to invent as well as the drive to contribute both to his family and to the world around him. Smoot attended Brooklyn Technical High School and was selected as a Bell Labs engineering scholar, earning a full scholarship to Columbia University, summer work at Bell Labs, and a guarantee of full-time employment with the company after graduation. Upon earning his bachelor's and master's degrees in electrical engineering, he began his career with Bell Labs in 1978. At Bell Labs, Smoot invented some of the first fiber optic transmission technologies to be widely used in in the Bell telephone system. Later, he moved to Bellcore, founded following the breakup of the Bell system, where he became the company's patent leader and a Bellcore fellow, the company's highest technical honor. There, he invented the first high-quality large-screen video teleconferencing system, the Video Window, which ultimately was showcased at the Smithsonian Institution's Information Age exhibit. Smoot also holds patents on some of the first video streaming systems. One of his many inventions at Bellcore was the electronic panning camera prototype, which allowed an unlimited number of users to control their individual views of a remotely televised site. In 1998, Smoot was approached by Disney representatives who had taken an interest in this camera, and he accepted their offer to manage the company's research arm on Long Island, New York. He later moved to California when the research group relocated. Smoot has since become Disney's most prolific inventor. He has developed forward-thinking technologies that allow the company and the theatrical community at large to create cutting-edge experiences, illusions, and entertainment. Among Smoot's many Disney innovations is the Where's the Fire attraction, which was at Epcot from 2004 through 2014. By aiming X-ray flashlights at the walls of life-sized model rooms, guests saw wall surfaces melt away to reveal safety hazards, learning how to make their own home safer. Smoot also holds patents on many other interactive systems, including the interactive koi ponds at the Crystal Lotus Resort at the Hong Kong Disneyland 
Grand Hotel and the Power City Interactive Attraction at Epcot's Spaceship Earth. To encourage repeat visits, Smoot helped develop technologies for some of the first interactive scavenger hunts at Disney Parks, including Kim Possible World Showcase Adventure at Epcot and Fortress Explorations at Tokyo Disney Sea. For Disney Cruise Line, Smoot helped create the interactive multi-paneled floor surfaces that magically respond to children's movements. More recently, Smoot and his team have patented the realistic, extendable, and retractable lightsaber that was used in the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser multi-day immersive experience. In a separate patented invention, he created an entire interactive lightsaber experience, also at Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser, that enabled guests to battle a training droid and deflect laser blasts like those seen in the Star Wars movies. The recipient of three Thea Awards from the Themed Entertainment Association, TEA, Smoot was named a TEA Master in 2020. He is a Disney Research Fellow, the highest technical honor at the company, and in 2021, he earned his 100th career patent, a first for anyone at Disney. I think he's up to 106 now. Looking forward to the future, Smoot plans to keep inventing, and he supports greater diversity and collaboration among invent innovators. I chose technology myself, but I believe that every person has a special talent, sometimes multiple talents, and I would love to see a world that exposes more life choices to all people so that their natural talents can bloom. Shout out to Lanny Smoot, killing the game, just inducted into the National Inventors Hall of Fame. So when I initially saw your write-up of this Steph, I thought, man, mm-hmm. that's, that's really long. But then as I started looking at like some of the websites and links and stuff like that, it's like, oh, so he literally invented everything. Yeah, it, it had to be long because yeah. he, so, he was that dude. <laughs> so, so, so Lanny Smoot is the real life. Do you know how when you're watching like, you know, the TV shows or the movies where there's always some, you know, like some, some really techie person that's in the tech or you know we would call them the geek or the nerd or whatever and they will take a give them a keyboard and a telephone and a walkie talkie and they will build mm-hmm. you a satellite from it <laughs> he actually does this stuff in real life he you know th- there is a I, I couldn't find it for this but I remember seeing um you know a few years ago a picture of him literally in a room with just like equipment and it's like I would go in here and I want to come out with something um right. He, he, he's pretty impressive. So when you think about, he just, he invents everything. The, the most decorated inventor at Disney for all the stuff that Disney has been doing for the, you know, Disney's been around for over a hundred years now, right? So, I mean, it's, mm-hmm. you know, when you say you, you've invented more than anybody else, that, that is, that is a heck of an accomplishment. You got some good stock into that, mm-hmm. that company. Yeah. You better. That's one of them, <laughs> that's one of them type of people to where in the movies, I envy people, you know, when you see the movies, they just go to work. And they never talk about how much they get paid. They never talk about the nah. you know retirement yeah. funds or any sort of budget. You know, he just goes to work and does his thing mm-hmm. and just knows mm-hmm. the money and gets there. to create. Yeah, <laughs> don't mm-hmm. have to worry about none of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, he's probably good. in his, his happy space in yeah. a room full of stuff that runs on current. Yep. <laughs> so, y'all, this was a excellent episode of the Tech John, and it's time for us to go ahead and start wrapping this show up. So Lamar, since you are our guest today, you, you and the, the Apple vision pro, we're going to let you go first. Tell the folks how they can get at you. You can get at me uh, by going to the site, Lamar, that's L A M A R R with uh, two R's dot TV. And that has all of my social uh, handles, but I'm at Lamar Wilson everywhere. 
Yeah. Steph? Oh, <laughs> you can follow me all around the web at Tech Life Stuff or check out stephaniehumphrey.com. And you can find me all over the internet at Brother Tech. That's B-R-O-T-H-A-T-E-C-H. Before I go, I do want to let folks know that we have a new patron this week. So we want to give thanks and give a shout out to Crystal, who has signed up to become a patron and support the Tech John. And if you would like to support the Tech John, you can do so by heading over to patreon.com forward slash Tech John. We've got multiple tiers over there, any one of which gets you access to our live stream and after party. And you can also get an ad free stream. So if you'd like to support the Tech John, head over to patreon.com forward slash the tech john and i am at rob Dunwood on all the things and we are also at the tech john the tech j-a-w-n on all the things so until we meet again in a week's time peace 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 hey folks i'm mark Marin from the wtf podcast and this episode is brought to you by kleenex ultra soft tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.